0: Hello, my name is Levi, and this is the Wax Poetic Podcast. Welcome. Today, my guest is Molly, and we're going to be talking about
1: Ooh, we're going to be talking about crash test dummies today. God shuffled his feet.
0: All right. So where were you in life when you first heard this album?
1: I think I was still living with my parents. Um, I was in college when this, uh, when this album came out. And uh, I remember hearing it kind of on the radio. Uh, the first song I heard was the mmm, mm mmm, mm, mm, which is, I think, their most popular song. Not, not even their best song. You know? <laughs> no, it is but, not. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, "What the hell is this?" I'm like, "There's this is that's the song that's really caught my attention because it was different." You know, even today, you don't hear that different on the, on the radio. Yeah. Especially his voice. He's got that like
0: deep baritone voice that is just like it sticks out. Yeah, how do you, you don't.
1: Yeah. yeah, how you don't have a lot of leads with that with that deep voice anywhere.
0: I know this is early 90s when this came out and it does have like a feel of like the that early 90s sound like glam metal had kind of started disappearing and like grunge hadn't really fully taken effect yet <laughs> so it was in this like sweet spot where you had like I guess like Dave Matthews and like Hootie and the Blowfish and stuff like that was like really kind of yeah. the big thing at the t- at the moment
1: Even just a little bit before you know hootie and dave you know i was listening to it again right before this and it's it's and i don't think of it this way but it's it's a little unpolished compared to what you might hear you know newly produced on the radio today (laughs) you know
0: yeah definitely it's yeah they make records so much differently nowadays i feel like this is probably one of those records you put on sunday or saturday morning when you're like okay i'm getting up getting ready to do stuff <laughs> in your are in your coffee and just, you know, getting ready for the day kind of album. It's it's kinda of laid back and kind of fun. I didn't really listen to this album. I mean, well, I listened to it a lot for this, but I'd never heard it beyond the mmm song.
1: Obsessed with this album. I had um I had it in my car, you know, on the cassette tape and it just only thing I listened to for months. <laughs> and I listened to it like J and I I just I that's kind of what I do when I find something that I really like is that I just I'm all in. (laughs) (laughs) I think I switched it out, you know, occasionally, but probably not very often. (laughs) I didn't even watch the video that much because I think it it, that was about the time that like spring break shows and real world started taking over MTV. So it wasn't really music videos anymore. So, you know, you had to start if you wanted to watch music videos, you had to watch VH1. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I just I, I listened to this album constantly and, I, and I, I've watched the videos but not like over and over and over again obsessively like you know I was doing 10 years before with the police you know and MTV <laughs> nice
0: didn't really listen to this band I remember when that song came out I didn't care for it the mmm <laughs> I did listen to this now and I, I got it I understood I, I see why people liked it I didn't like I still don't like the mmm song but I get why people enjoy this album uh, I think I really liked afternoons and coffee, and coffee Spoons, spoons. Mm-hmm. and swimming in the ocean.
1: Oh, I love that, yeah. <laughs> swimming uh, in your ocean.
0: All right. Well let's get let's get into the songs here. Well that one is basically like while you're doing it, what are you thinking of? <laughs> what are you think? And it's you know,
1: uh you know, when I'm sampling from your bosom <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> yes. I want. There a good day, really. <laughs> you know yeah, like, what like, are you oh. thinking when you're having sex you know you're like oh he did at least he didn't have like a line like you know and i paid my spectrum bill you know <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: Sorry, getting my really random like th- the simple stuff getting done yeah
1: <laughs> all right you know it's going let's on a while here let's get this party move started. This along. Okay. <laughs> <move> this along. <laughs> but yeah that's what i like about uh, about brad roberts and the writing Mm -hmm. is that they these are every single one of these things his songs are so strange but every single one of them is you can relate to so well (laughs) you know they're all such real things (laughs) you know yeah
0: he's asking a lot of questions some of them are about ducks but i get that uh like the whole how does Uh, a duck duck. know
1: and it's also fun to sing along you know
0: (laughs) oh yeah yeah i mean it's but when you think about like when you're presented with the situation with what should I do? Do you know what to do? Or are you just like, well, I feel like this is the right thing to do. Right. Just
1: because it just, it just is. Cause that's what, you know, like we, we have our own duckness, <laughs> you
0: know, your duck abilities. They just show up. Mm-hmm. He's talking about x-rays and doctors a lot on this album. And I've wondered like, is that like a common fear? I know for me, I don't like the idea of doctors. I feel like if I went to a doctor, he's going to be like, well, you got three hours to live. And I'm like, well, I didn't realize I was dying, but okay.
1: Well, I think it's not so much as like, he's talking about a fear of doctors, but so many of the songs are very, very Mm self-reflective on this album. You know, he's kind of like exploring, like there's the, um, you know, there's the, there's the one about, uh, when I go out with artists you know you know about how he's separate so he like he goes out with artists and you know you hang with the cubists and the dadists and you try to catch their meaning and keep up with all of the martinis he's he's also outside of that society just like in the you know the 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 song about the uh the doctor he's outside of himself he's he sees he's looking at his x-ray you know so he just I think it's just I think he's like exploring a lot of of identity and how people see himself and like what reality is. I think um, this would have been really like a good case for like a philosophy class, his whole album, (laughs) like the sense of self.
0: Yeah, I see that. I see that. And especially with the album cover, they put all of the band's faces on like other characters in this painting, but they cut off the very important part of that (laughs) painting, which is a woman who is uh, kind of pining over her lover that just left
1: now that you say it out loud, the kind Mm -hmm. of telling because this album, it's not a lot of baby, 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 you left me, oh baby, which every other album's, you know, even to (laughs) this. Yeah. And it's so, it's not a lot of lovers and relationships. And so it's like, that Us so much other music makes that the focus of the music. And Mm -hmm. I I think that cutting that out of the picture, um, maybe, you know, inadvertently or not, just because there were like five band members, maybe that is kind of the point. Because it's not about the lover. It's about there's so much like self-exploration in this album. It's just a very philosophical kind of jam.
0: But also was that uh, When I Go, off artist song. Uh, I feel like that was some kind of like proto Fly to the concord side of stuff. I could feel Jermaine
1: Clement just like singing about artists. Love Fly to the Concords. And that's, it's you know, it's very for similar reasons. Because they're, they're really more make, they're, they, they make a lot of fun of the industry and the mm-hmm. music. Um, and I don't think Crash just somebody's just trying to make fun of the music itself, but they're just having fun with their music. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But they're both very smart, you know. <laughs> both of the, the those you know bands, both of these bands are just so smart and so funny. Great to listen to.
0: I know their popular song was the, mm, 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 but you know you said that was not their best song. What do you think was the best song on this album?
1: Yeah, there's a I can go you know over a different ones, but there's a lot of. I will tell you, I sing absolutely every one of them in the shower still to this day. <laughs> um, but there's the song that's The Psychic, which I've loved because he's exploring in that one, like his future, his destiny, his death. So, um, you know, all the years that have come to pass, all the years that shall be, I see here right before me. And it's interesting, there's even a line in there, can she see me, na- can she see me naked in her mind's eye? <laughs> yeah. He, like, explores that vulnerability, you know, uh, in that song. And it's like he's scared. There's a line, can I escape what she sees? You know, so he's automatically assuming that she's going to see something horrifying, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so he's there's a lot of fear in there. But it's just every time I hear that song, I get a little emotional. And when I sing along with it in my super cool man voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A little choked up. All right. <laughs> but then there's like the, the the very next song on the album is uh, two nights and maidens.
0: I wasn't sure what to make of that. I, like, I read the lyrics, but I didn't quite get it. Maybe fill me in.
1: Okay. So what? So it's once there were two nights and two maidens and uh-huh. they'd walk together out in the gardens and the the knights would always pester the maidens to love them together out in the gardens i love this song for today for 2020 because the song is attacking you know misogyny because what it is is the maidens the maidens in this song are tired of this bullshit <laughs> yeah they <laughs> from, give them the stuff from the to, knights yeah. so yeah so they they give them hallucinogenics and <laughs> Two, there were tigers who smelled them all in the gardens when they're out walking. So they they basically lure the, the knights into the gardens because oh yeah we're we'll, we're gonna do it with you mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and so, then um, me the knights think that the lions and the tigers that they hear are uh, hallucinations and then by the end of it the knights uh, uh, are being eaten by the the tigers <laughs> and then the maidens are just laughing and laughing and it's like they're giving the big finger you know to the patriarchy and i love mm. it it's just it's so funny and it's so i don't know i think it's just it's a really really good message
0: it's always nice when somebody gets what's coming to them
1: yeah well yeah <laughs> in 50, 49 days till the election but whatever yeah we'll we'll get there <laughs> it's been a
0: hard road but we'll get there uh, but going back to the psychic, I did have a question because, like, I was wondering, like, have you ever had, like, your palm read or your tarot read or anything? Or do you read tarot cards?
1: That- read tarot cards? Um, I've, you know, had not my palm read, but I've had my tarot cards read. And I, mm-hmm. my dad took me to – I had two, two dads, one of them I, uh, who adopted us, one of them who uh, bio-dad – um, But I visited him when I was like 18 or 19. And he took me to a psychic. <laughs> and, oh. <laughs> uh, and it was like, no, it was just like, oh, this is my friend. <laughs> you know, she's a psychic, <laughs> you know. But he like purposely took me to her because he wanted her to. And I remember her telling uh, me that by the time I was 20, I would know what I was w- going to do. And I'm like, I'm 40 fucking eight. And Ooh. I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's get but- on this. But a couple of years ago, I kind of thought to myself, I, I met my husband around that time. Uh-huh. So maybe, you know, I don't know, looking back, maybe that's, that's all it was. But I don't have a career. I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got three oh. kids and three dogs, you know, so world's falling apart. She didn't tell me all that. Occasionally, you know, I'm, I'm really curious about I had my friend do my tarot a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. It basically just, when you do things like that, you're just looking for confirmation of things. You just want somebody to tell you, yeah, we like you for who you are. (laughs) The things that you think about yourself, you just want validated.
0: I got my tarot read once when I was like 18 or 19 or something. Do you remember it? Yeah, kind of. I went with a friend of mine. We were in Houston going down mantras and it was like a, little tarot shop and we're like, hey, let's go get our palms read. So we went in there and she got hers red. I got mine red. Mm-hmm. Um she basically just told me, looking at my palm, she was like, hey, you can do whatever you want to do and you'll be good at it. I'm like, all right, well that's that's very broad and like <laughs> affirming. So we'll yeah. go with that.
1: Yeah. Here's twenty bucks. We're good. Hey, appreciate you. Yeah. So but yeah, there's just something about that song though that's just like, ugh. Oh. mm mm-hmm. You know, it's just the, the, the can I escape what she sees part is the part that gets me because it's not like she's going to see something good. She could see something good, but he assumes she's not going to,
0: you know. Yeah, well, why should she? <laughs>
1: uh, and it breaks my heart a little bit. I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> Be okay. Oh, I will tell you uh, my absolute favorite song, though. It's I Think I'll Disappear Now.
0: Tequila, first thing in the morning. This I'm down with is- that
1: absolute best best song for um when you break up with somebody and I actually for like I had a really really bad boss that I worked for for like seven years like yeah everyone hated this person they they eventually got fired but not before I quit I, I imagined for years after I worked with this person going up to her and saying these exact lines running into you like this without a warning is like catching a sniff of tequila in the morning but i'll try to keep (laughs) my food down Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and it's but it's like it that literally that runs through my mind every time i think of this person that's those lyrics (laughs) quite an aftertaste that you left now that you're not around (laughs) yeah it's like well i'm kind of sad that
0: you're gone but at the same time man this feels good
1: well, in that case, it was like, I'm not sad that person's gone, but it was PTSD big time, you know? Mm. That one, I think, was the most I could relate to on some levels, the absolute most to this song. And fuck her, by the way. If you're, if, <laughs> All right. Well, you know, she's Tell gone you now. Are. She's, you can she, just,
0: yeah, well, she can just out right now.
1: Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's fine.
0: She's fine now. She's unemployed as well. And <laughs> so it's good. What what do you have like on repeat now? What are you listening to lately that's been driving you forward?
1: Well, I mean, that's the the, the crappy part of the pandemic is that I'm not listening to a whole lot mm-hmm. right now. I actually did spend like a long time. You mentioned Flight of the Concords, which is why I don't know why you're spying on me, but that. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm more watching things. Uh, yeah, you know, but that's one of the things that I've been watching because. They are delicious. And, you know, even like their concert, the show, yeah, but even like their, you know, the, con- the film show. concerts are so good. <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's just, I just like anything where you actually listen to the lyrics and they're just so smart and so funny. And so that's always just yeah, been. Yeah,
0: they're really good about getting into the moment and just breaking down the ridiculousness of whatever the situation is.
1: Well, my, like, my very first, like, band that I ever liked was The Police
0: maybe you're gonna answer my next question like do you remember what the first album you bought was was it the police
1: No, i think i I think it was like tony basil mickey or something
0: (laughs) okay well let's talk about the police all right but but
1: (laughs) but the first one that i bought like whoa this one i hear it it Uh was um king of pain so uh was the song that got my attention that was like what it was off the synchronicity album you know, there's a king on a throne with his eyes torn out. There's a blind man looking for a shadow of doubt. There's a rich man sleeping for a, uh, on a golden bed. There's a skeleton sleep or choking on a crust of bread is one of the refrains in the song. And I was like, who the hell writes that in a song? I'm like, whoa, <laughs> got my attention, yeah. you know? And so that's when, like, Sting is my first and oldest love. Yes. You know? okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming up, he's born on October 2nd, 1952. That means he's old now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, the, it, it. I think that set me up to really, really care about lyric, you know, because at the time everyone was liking Duran Duran and Duran Duran was not this like mm. mid- I mean, they're fun, but they're not, you oh. know, they're intelligent, that level of intelligence.
0: Yeah. A lot of 80s, popular 80s lyrics are just bad. I mean, they're catchy, but they're not very deep. They're not very meaningful. It's the hard music. to get into.
1: Sting set me up to really understand that what was important to me most about music is I, if there's a song that says "Oh baby, baby, baby" in it, I'm gonna just tear out my hair, <laughs> not, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you don't hear that a lot in, in Sting's and Police songs either, you know. But you, it gave me just a baseline of this is, you know, it has to be at least this level for me to, you know. I mean, I can enjoy a song. It's it's gonna be really good. You know, and then like even with Queen, which, you know, like we had that album in the house. I didn't buy the album. I think my older brother did, you know, but the same thing, you know, Freddie Mercury wrote lyrics, you know, all of them, you know, Brian May. They wrote lyrics that were interesting. Oh, yeah, (laughs) definitely. But if I can hum along to Bruno Mars, I'm going to do that, too.
0: (laughs) Before we get to Bruno Mars, can you sing your favorite line from this album for me?
1: Oh, let me look and see um, what my favorite line would be. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just go with the classic, with the God shuffled his feet lyrics. I mean, it, it, it isn't necessarily my favorite line necessarily, but it it does I think encompass what the hell are the lyrics. Um, <laughs> like why I like the album and what I think that what, what is different. And I also this particular song. I am from a mixed religious household, and therefore completely non-religious. <laughs> uh, but I think this helps clear up a lot of my beliefs, or not clear well, them up.
0: While you're looking that up, uh, one of the other things I wasn't going to get into this one, but I've noticed he asks a lot of questions, and it seems to be about like a lot about religion. And it felt like I'm I'm an atheist. I don't know how you are, but I'm pretty much an atheist. And I know there was this one part of my life where I grew up, you know, Catholic, and then I ended up going to the Pentecostal church down the street. And at some point, yeah, I know, (laughs) at some point, when you're starting to like question things, asking these questions out loud, you're not really getting answers and stuff. And that's kind of what I felt like from this album, like, especially with the first song is like, the last verse of when God shuffled his feet. He's like, hey, is this a story or is this a parable? What are you telling me here? And it felt like when somebody's like first starting to ask his questions about religion and stuff.
1: Well, so I'll sing uh, a couple, uh, just a little bit. So, um, you know, after seven days, he was quite tired, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So gathered up some people he had made, created blankets and laid back in the shade. <laughs> The people sipped their wine and what with God there? They asked him questions like, do you have to eat or get your hair cut in heaven? And if your eye
0: got poked out in
1: this life, would it be waiting up in heaven with your wife? God shuffled his feet Glanced around at them. The people cleared their throats and stared right back at him. <laughs> and I love that because they're like, they're putting that bastard on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just like, well, like,
0: we need a little more than this. <laughs> we need a little more. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so he's not giving them any answers and they're just like, <laughs> <all right. laughs> you know. But that whole situation there, that sums up, you know. know. People need to hear this album. They need to sit there and they need to listen to all the words of this album three times and then call me. (laughs) And then we will discuss it. And people don't (laughs) do my bidding often enough. We'll
0: see if we can make that happen for you. All right. Well, thanks, Molly. This was fun.
1: Thank, God, thank you cuz I really do love this so much. I tried to get my friend on a road trip one time to like listen to it and she kept changing it to, you know, something else on Pandora. I'm like, "No, put it No, what about? Yes. Have to listen. You have to understand why this is so good.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to do this in the first place is like I I've heard music. I want to hear why people like the music that they love and I mean, even if it's just the uh whatever those things were, the Chipmunks Christmas album. Let me know why you love it. I, I, I need somebody to tell me why. I'm sure somebody does. but it's Probably hit somebody right at the moment in their life. They needed it. <laughs> exactly. It just happened at the right place, right time. It's all you need. This oh, stuff. Oh, thanks, Levi. This is fun. All right. Well, thanks, Molly. And there we go. All
1: right. Ciao.
0: Please check us out every other week and also go ahead and follow us on Facebook at Relax Poetic Podcast.